and good evening and thank you for taking the time to spend with us we have a couple of corrections right off the top um, first correction is it turns out that we've been discussing sorry let's back up a second we've been discussing the water district of alberta and rio linda recently and we're going to clean some things up and finish with some information and then we'll have a chat but first i want to make a correction uh, we've discussed about having audits before rate changes and stuff are done you know even if it's kind of mandated by the state the reality is i was actually in error because they have been doing audits they do audits regularly and not only does your water district do audits regularly they have a certificate of awards for doing them properly which considering how many mandates they're run under they're under that should be something of an achievement these as we can see these mandates are insanely confusing you know and water issues are insanely confusing and so the fact that you can be open enough in your record keeping that you can receive acknowledgement of that is something to be proud of I mean, your whole community should actually be proud of what has been achieved in terms of openness and accountability doesn't mean you always agree with what they do that's not what we're talking about we're talking about openness and accountability which breeds improvement and it's talking about openness and accountability breeding improvement oh and by the way i have linked to some information in the descriptions so you can actually check on these verify and make sure you know and if I need to correct myself again, I'll correct myself again because it's been a long couple of days. And so I do apologize. I'm trying to get through this last thing. Then I have a correction for myself. I want to point out that I am not always careful enough how I label, how I name these videos. And if you're not careful how you name these videos, you can accidentally frame an issue or frame what you're talking about in a way that you don't mean to. And and so I need to be more careful of that. Now, without making excuses, I can tell you how it happens. Is we have other podcasts that I help create. And when you name, you know, kind of generic podcasts, you have a habit of trying to create snappier names, spicier naming. And if I'm not mindful of that, when I name these, it can slip. And so it's just a matter of me being more mindful when we name these things. It's, it's really no more complicated than that, but openness and breeds accountability breeds improvement. And that's what we talk about and we live it. So we also have some information. There was a question about the complexity of the $15 and 80 cents surcharge for the Chromium six. And the reason it's complicated is because it's complicated. Um, guess the $15 and 80, 80 cent charge does need to be there. You still have chromium issues to be dealt with, but you are, but they are being dealt with. Um, we, there's some links and some information in there. If you want to, you can have access to the finances and the, oh, it's the word I'm looking for. I apologize. Financing of the projects and the details but they're long and they're confusing and they're just gonna give you give us a headache and so this is actually why we hire professionals 
This is why, and we hire a board to oversee those professionals. So the average person doesn't have to get all confused. Now, there are some things we can do to help that confusion, maybe going on in the future, but that's going to require a whole community effort. That's not something you can just dump on the responsibility of the board by themselves. It's just not right. Especially when we consider that a lot of these communication problems are made more difficult by mandates from the state. When we talked about this the last time, that the reason you're having, you know, to change your your water pay structure is because the state mandates it. It's not that they give you a target and say, here, meet it. They mandate that the overly mandated. It. It's actually so bad that the state actually mandates parts of your website, how they're designed. Might not doesn't give you a generic goal and say, hey, meet this goal and then go find the area, those companies or those districts that aren't maybe meeting those goals. No, no, no. They just they dictate certain aspects of it, which can make other parts of your website hard to access. It can make information actually harder to access because since when does the state know how best to give information to people? I mean, just think about it. We have web designers and graphic designers and people who are experienced in doing these things and getting the information people need first on a website, but yet we've got mandates from the state telling you how to do it instead. And then instead of saying, hey, here's three or four highly effective ways and then helping everybody else maybe implement those steps. No, they choose the way to do it, whether it works or not. It is fundamentally part of this punishment. No, sorry, this mandate and punishment mindset. All over society. Our governments at many levels have this mandate and punish mindset. And they even do it to other government agencies like your poor water board. It's not like they give you kind of generic goals and then help you achieve them. Or if they're going to issue mandates, do they come down and help you mitigate the confusion? No, they don't. They put these mandates on. the dangle threats of punishment over their head. They maybe toss you some resources your way, but maybe. It's not always. I wouldn't even say it's most of the time. These are often unfunded mandates. So this, so now your, your boards have to go to their constituents and say, we need more money because the state gave a mandate. And where are the people who put the mandates? Where are they out there Are they on the streets? Are they telling you, hey, look, this is why we did this and get mad at me, not your, not your board? It's the dunderheads under the dome that are causing you your problems, not your local school board, not your school board, your water board, or your school board likely. Your school board's probably in the same position. So where do we go from here? Well, one, I think you guys have something to be proud of. I really do. Because this culture of transparency is not just a reflection of the water board and its standards. It's a reflection of your community. Your water board operates in an open and transparent way because that's what you guys want. 
I was contacted by Mr. Shaw before I had a chance to contact him. He gave me good information. He didn't tell me what to think. He just gave me information and let me decide on my own. He talked about some of the frustrations that running a, a district like this entails. You know, you get these mandates backed by punishment, and then this, they don't even come down to help you mitigate the arrows that you have to take from your constituents. You know, we should be mad at the people in Sacramento, not the people in Rio Linda. Oral verdict. So argue over the rate structure. That's fine. You know, no one's has a moral choice there that's you're choosing lesser of evils, that kind of thing. But you have to make a choice. And once that decision is made, we have to move on. Because that decision, the need to make that decision is out of your control for now. So how do we move forward? How do we start to rebuild trust? Your water district is operating properly, but communicating this complex history, this complex nature of water is very difficult. And they're going to need your help because they don't have the resources. And you don't want to take water users' resources to spend on something that maybe the community can do. So I would like you guys to think about something. How about creating a history of your water district? You can, you know, with the distance learning of today and homeschooling, you can have, you know, those kids do some research, put together the research. If memory serves, Real Into High has a good media program. And if and if I'm mistaken, you guys can yell at me for that. I'll correct yourselves. But I thought Real Into High School has a good media program. You can take that information. You can give that to them, maybe. Or if not, Access Sacramento would you know we can work with them and maybe help. If we need some money resources, we can look for corporate sponsorships. We can raise money through the community. We can sit down with board members or directors and have conversations about these complicated issues. I have a public access TV show. We can have people on. We have a mostly quasi public access podcast. We can have people on. There's lots of ways to do this that can be kept for the future. So future generations, even though it's not really generations of it. So future residents don't have such a confusing time getting caught up on all the various issues. But what's actually probably more important is the journey. The community coming together to make your community just a little bit better. To bring your community just a little bit closer together. The ripples effect of that. 
unknown. But we see enough negativity in the world. And maybe, just maybe, if we start putting positivity back in the world, wherever we can find it, and you have the opportunity here, because as far as I can tell, everybody is attempting to do the right thing. And that's not easy for someone like me to say about a government agency. You know, libertarians, by their very nature, don't like government agencies. We're very skeptical. So if I'm sitting here saying to you they're trying to do the right thing, they're trying to do the right thing. So you have something to be proud of. Show it off. Become part of it. Make it part of the rebuilding the fabric of the society that is coming apart at the seams. Let it come apart elsewhere. Let's put it together here. I want to thank you. This has been a highly educational experience. I know more about your water district than I know of mine, which I'm not entirely sure that's a good or a bad thing, but it is what it is. But again, you have something good here. You really do. It doesn't mean you're all going to agree. It doesn't mean you're not going to have contentious decisions over issues because there's always going to be issues and the issues will be contentious, but everybody is really trying. Everybody wants clean water at the lowest price they can pay. You, me, everybody. And we're all just going to have to kind of work together to create a better future. And it starts here. I really believe that. Because you have everything in place that you need. Really do. I was worried a few weeks ago that I was going to lose the emotional drive to get to the finish line of this thing. But now I'm not worried, and it's for you, and it's you guys have done that. You've given me hope, and hope brings energy. That you know our world isn't falling apart at the seams. That fundamentally, our communities are still our communities. We've just forgotten. Okay, so before I ramble anymore, and before I start sweating like crazy, we're going to go ahead and end this, but I want to thank you. If you have any questions, I know it was a bit rambling, and I apologize, I'm tired. Um, but if you guys have any questions, please send them to me. And if you have any questions about your water district, send a nice letter to Mr. Shaw. Send him an email. Say, hey, Mr. Shaw, I'm confused. Can you answer this question for me? Let's give it a try. Thank you. And good night. And please, love everybody.